Welcome to Between Alpha and Omega. I'm your host, Timothy Farr, and on the couch I have Drew. Yo. And Nick. What's up? And Curtis will be joining us a little bit later. We're recording. Over here. Yeah. If you're watching us on Twitch, twitch.tv backslash Between Alpha Omega, we usually stream the first and third Saturdays of every month at 1.30 Central Standard Time. But as you noticed by the release of this podcast, uh, we're late. Uh, normally, we don't record on a Wednesday. It is April 7th at like, you know, 5 o'clock p.m. Uh, normally, we, you know, record on Saturdays, but uh, something happened over the weekend, like mainly Easter, and us being all believers uh, had stuff to do. Mm-hmm. I didn't because I haven't been to church in two years. Uh, I went, unfortunately. Yeah, we're going to talk about that. what is that a picture of is that a basket on fire what i think that's a basket on fire i don't know what you're talking about. yeah that's a picnic basket on fire what michael's just gonna post random bullshit emotes because that's what he does cool um (laughs) apparently we're also heathens we are i am uh you know it's fine we'll talk about it uh I don't know where I was going. Uh, Twitch, we're late. My birthday is tomorrow. That's what I was going to say. Oh, yeah. My birthday is tomorrow, so we're recording the day before my birthday. Uh, I turn 36. Nice. It's my mom's birthday, too. Yeah, happy birthday to your mom. So now you know Tim's birth date will also somewhere secretly put in his social security number Mm -hmm. and uh, mother's maiden name. Mm -hmm. You can get all three clues. You can get... My identity <laughs> and all my debt. Congratulations. <laughs> Congratulations. You are now way in debt. <laughs> I mean, you know, between the house and my school debt, good luck, buddy. I wish you well. <laughs> I'm barely managing. I'm fine. How are you? <laughs> so we're going to start the show like we do all the time. What's some life updates? What's been going on the last couple of weeks? Drew? Um, uh, my son has a tooth poking through his gums officially now, so that's ridiculous. Nice. And uh, he doesn't like to sleep. Good. Still. Good. You know, Fantastic. We're still working on that part. Um, He's only like a pound lighter than my Wife? nephew, <laughs> <laughs> who is well over a year old. Nice. And he's only five and a half months. He's a chunk. So he's a fucking chungus. And uh, what else is going on? I started, like, building stuff around the house, trying to improve stuff. Yeah, you mentioned that. So that's fun. That's really it. What would you do on Easter? Oh, on Easter, we hung out with my wife's family. Ooh. And uh, most of them we haven't seen in, like, two and a half years so they all acted civil even though they've been fucking assholes (laughs) uh but things change when you have a kid people want to be a part of your kid's life so they start treating you better so that's fair that's fair (laughs) yeah you're you're a piece of crap but your kid uh, yeah yeah Uh, so parents and then we did a bunch of shit the day before as well Nice. Literally, they just sat on the toilet shitting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Happy Easter. Yeah. It was great. We uh, laid some eggs. Ooh. Mm, good. Reese's eggs. Reese's eggs? 
The peanut butter kind? Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. Gross. <laughs> Gross. What if they made Reese's, but instead of peanut butter on the inside and chocolate on the outside, it was the opposite? They did that once. How did it turn out? I don't know. I'm sure it wasn't any good. I didn't have one, but they did do like an inside out Reese's one time. The older oh. I get, the more I realize that like candy is just disgusting. Yeah, I don't have much of a sweet tooth, but all of a sudden I'll have like a craving. Like the other day, I was like... Well, really, the other week, I was like, I want Oreos. I don't know why, but I need Oreos. Mm-hmm. And I waited for a week, and then I went to the gas station and bought Ore- Oreos. I get it. And then I started working on my workout plan because I felt shame. Mm-hmm. A lot of shame. Uh, we'll get to that. Nicholas. Yeah. How's life been for you? You've <coughs> been off the podcast for two months now. I have. Um, life's been pretty good. Um at another new store for Fresh Time. So this will be the third one I've been at just beginning of this year. Uh, I might actually be going to St. Peter's for like <laughs> a week and two weeks. Jeez. So that'll be a fourth store in one year. It's like you're on tour. Uh, dude, I already completed my tour. So <laughs> O'Fallon was the last store I needed to be at for the region. So I've worked at every single Fresh Time in our region. Perfect. Yep. Good. So, um. Lots of changes coming to work, um, not just with the foundry being made, but just mm-hmm. like actual structural changes within the company for uh, positions and whatnot. So it'll be interesting how things kind of start to turn. Um, other than that, uh, only other new things in life is uh, starting a diet this week, and that's about it. When you stop smoking, right, for this? Yeah, well, I've... Uh, so I'm also not going to be smoking for this. So uh, I had a couple cigarettes from Curtis yesterday, but, you know, didn't smoke like half a pack. There's sirens going on. There are. So that's They're cool. probably coming to arrest us. Probably. Illegal podcasting. Yeah. Illegal. <laughs> Pirate radio. Um, so, yeah. Uh, also, no no alcohol during this diet. Nice. So it'll be it'll be interesting. Nice. There will be a lot of disappointed people, and it's all Carter Llewellyn's fault. Just so everyone knows, he pushed me to do the 75 hard, and this is his fault. Well, good. There there you go. Blame somebody. Yeah, well, of course. Why not? Sweet. my <laughs> Laptop just blue-screened. Yeah, blue-screened. Nice. Uh, this piece of crap laptop. <laughs> uh, is that your work laptop? No, it's not. This, th- I've had this laptop, and if you're watching on Twitch, you can actually see it uh, for about, I don't know, 10 years or so um uh, to put it in reference it has like a 540 in it as far as like a graphics card wow yeah so it's old it is really old i think it had windows 7 on it originally uh it has i think an i7 870 or something in it um and it likes to just die on me and when I put Windows 7 on it, it, like, massively screwed up the BIOS and massively screwed up everything on this thing. Like, buttons don't work on it anymore. You know how you're supposed to, like, uh, Apple made this famous, but the function and you can press F keys to, like, brighten your screen? Yeah, yeah none of that works. Nice. <laughs> so it just randomly likes to um, blue screen on me. And I haven't figured it out. I've tried updating it, and it just refuses. 
And why is the laptop important if you're uh, a listener is because that's where all my show notes are. As I frantically stall and try to bring up <laughs> my email to then look at my show notes so I know where we're going. So I'm going to continue to rift. And rift? Yeah, riff. It's a comedy like, bit where you improv and you mm. riff a joke. Oh, I thought you were talking about the game rift. No. No, I wouldn't be playing a game while I'm trying to run a podcast. But you know, I could. He says, ironically, as steam pops up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I have to log into my special Gmail account uh, between Alpha Omega One at Gmail dot com to then uh, open up my drive. I'm just describing what I'm doing for the <laughs> podcast listeners <laughs> <laughs> to open up my show notes. There we go. Has anyone else commented on? Uh thing i don't know hello people well that was me uh, yeah. you'll see it on chat it'll well, show up i haven't seen anything i can't look at any of the previous stuff either and i wasn't sure if it was yeah you won't be able uh, to look at previous chats but anything else that comes in yeah you can only up. watch the previous chats when you watch the video i'll watch your previous the VOD video twitch that's up for 14 days yeah that's why you have to record it if you want to record it and put it on your youtube Put you on the YouTube. I am on the YouTube. Are you trying to play footsie with me, bro? No. Bro. That's a little weird because we're cousins. I wasn't trying to, but I can if you want me to. Weird. I mean, you know, whatever tickles Tim's fancy. It's well, his show. Yeah, that's true. We are live streaming on Twitch. <laughs> we'll get taken down for abuse or something. Um, <clears throat> it's been kind of a weird few weeks for me. Uh, my birthday is... My laptop's is going to be a jerk. Uh... My birthday is coming up, and I always get weird around my birthday, especially now because, you know, I'm 36, and I'm just ever closer to 40, and that's just weird. Uh, it's only a number, bro. Yeah, it's weird. 40 feels like it's going to be weird. I can already feel Don't it. Don't make it weird. And oh. then it won't be weird. Yeah, dude, it's only weird if you make it weird. Yeah, I'm making it weird. All right. Okay, that's your choice. Yeah, well, it's weird. <laughs> um, and, and it's just been a weird couple of weeks. Uh, I had a hard conversation with a friend of mine that was incredibly awkward and it brought up some stuff, some baggage that I've been kind of dealing with. And Michael did say that 40 feels old. Yeah. Thanks, Michael, for making it worse. Right? 40 is old. Like, if you really think about it, 40, it's statistically, I'm going to live until maybe 80. That's half my life. That's weird. Like, it's just weird. Anyway... Uh, so I had this awkward, weird, hard conversation with this person and it just brought out some other baggage that I've been really dealing <clears> with <throat> and struggling with and incredibly emotional. And then it's my birthday and I'm like, cool, cool. You know, let's just pile <laughs> all the emotion on one. Um, so it, it's been a kind of a weird couple of weeks and then my work is always fluctuating and shifting and no one knows what's going on. Uh, today we had a meeting where... <clears throat> the whole initiative that uh, we're going to be working remotely. And uh, today I was in a team meeting and they basically said, well, you need to get your stuff out of your desk because we're going to be moving cubicles. So we need to maintain social distancing for when people come back into the office. And I'm like, so which one is it? Are we working remotely or are we all coming back in the office? And it was basically, we don't know. Cool. So let me plan my future. Thanks. Yeah. So I don't, I don't know if I'm going to be working remotely. Uh, or back in the office, they don't even know. That's the government for you. And so that's kind of all like on top of uh, this whole birthday thing. Um, and then here's a fun story. 
uh, yesterday I went to my parents' house to pick up some stuff uh, because they bought me a birthday gifts. And I was talking, you know, I have plans for today, Wednesday, and I have plans for Thursday, and I plan to, like, take my car out on the, over the weekend. And, <clears throat> you know, how I'm just busy. Like, I want to be busy. I don't want to be at home. And my mom literally says, and this isn't a joke, wasn't sarcasm, she literally says, I hate you. And I go, I know. <laughs> <laughs> wow, perfect. Yeah, I'm like, happy birthday to me. Thanks. But I got some good sheets, so that's cool. Yeah, yeah, that's why I don't ever talk to my parents, ever. Hi, Mom, if you're watching. You got sheets? Yeah, sheets. Wait, so she hates you because you're spending your time how you want to, and that's not with her? Yep. Nice. Yeah. It's cool. I think it's a mom thing to do. I think she has forgotten what it means to be a mother. I mean, my mom hates me, too, so. Yeah, but your mom jokingly hates you. Or so she says. <laughs> She's been trying to abort him for 40 years. 40? Yeah. Wow, I didn't realize I was She started 10 years too. early. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So, yeah, I, I've been dealing with that. And, uh, yeah, my parents are just crazy. So I try not to talk to them or spend time with them. Nice. Yeah, that's fair. That's fine. That's fine. All the emotion. It's great. Uh, so Curtis just joined us on the couch. Hey, everybody. If you couldn't tell. Well, you know, for the podcast listeners who listen to the podcast. I mean, if you couldn't tell. <laughs> uh, life updates. What's been going on? Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Apparently there's something in my throat. Give me one second. One. Um, so, yeah, my my life is in shambles the last couple weeks. The end. Cool. Uh so, got an update at work today that we will be moving to an AV schedule in the beginning of May. Ooh. So, getting back into the office. Hmm. Not surprising. Yeah. I have started a diet. Today was not successful because yesterday after I had eaten, I was still really hungry. And it was mostly because I'd reheated something and it just wasn't appetizing. Mm-hmm. So... Muddling through it. I just ate some Jack in the Box before I ran down here. So <laughs> I'm feeling that shame that you were talking about a little bit ago. With the Oreos. Yeah. 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 Same boat. I love shame. Yeah. Shame. With the side of depression. <laughs> I'll be honest with you guys. I don't feel that very often. <laughs> <laughs> well, dessert is anxiety. So that's. Hell yeah, dude. Ah. <laughs> uh. With a little bit of sprinkle of self-loathing on top. <laughs> I think you guys need to go to therapy. Uh, like, I did, together. I, I jokingly... <laughs> House therapy? Yeah. House you just therapy. call somebody here. Yeah. Just bring a therapist in. <laughs> Couples therapy? Yeah. But with three of us? Yeah. Have them host the podcast? Are you guys remon- the romantically involved? Eh. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only answer you give it? <laughs> eh. <laughs> <laughs> No, I jokingly was shameful uh, about my Oreo eating. I happily ate my Oreos. Good. Yeah. I just, uh, it's mostly because when I went to the doctor and my cholesterol was really high, I've been trying to eat better. Oh, I get it. And uh, I thought, yeah, this will help my cholesterol by eating Oreos. (laughs) It will. Actually, what you you should have done is gotten the deep fried Oreos. Uh, Random spurts, random spurts of like, 
pleasing yourself with food, totally okay. Well, cheat days are a thing. Yeah. Uh, but I decided to do a 12-week workout plan that I've done before that will get me jacked and try to eat better and all that stuff to see if I can make myself healthier. Nice. Uh, because when I went into the hospital, I was the heaviest that I've ever been. I, I was, was one million pounds. I was 240. Um, this is how sad, <laughs> this is a, an incredibly sad, sad statement. Uh, so when I went into the hospital in October, I weighed 240. Uh, I stopped pretty much drinking after that. Uh, I maybe drank in January and over Christmas a little bit. But then since January, I've been completely sober, no alcohol. I've lost 20 pounds mm-hmm. not drinking at all. Wow. It'll do that. Yeah, I weighed 220-something when I went into the doctor in early March. So that's how much I was actually drinking and how much weight I actually lost without really changing my diet a whole lot. That's good. So, yeah. So I, I, I'm thinking if I get onto this workout program that involves cardio and ab workout and strength, heavy strength training, that I'll lose quite a bit of weight and get back to my fighting weight. Nice. Yeah. And, and then jacked. we're going to box. Jacked. Basement boxing. Yeah. <laughs> Cool. Start a fighting ring down here. <laughs> <laughs> We've got the equipment. We do. Yeah. Yeah. This well, is the. No. 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 This, this one we judges. don't talk about. We don't talk about it. This is the judges' bench. We don't bench. talk about it. <laughs> the judges' bench. Yeah. Okay. Cool. cool. I'll go. I'll bring a bell. <clears throat> It'll sit back there. It's gonna look like a toilet, though. <laughs> Actually, it's literally just a toilet that you hit with the rubber mallet. <laughs> Can I be the bikini curl? Like. Yeah. Yeah. Carries yeah. out the is, cards. Is this uh, Drew in a bikini. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, my titties are way too big. You don't want anything to do with that. <laughs> Twitch would ban us? Yeah. Oh, shit. Uh, yeah. That's fine. I played hockey. I've punched a lot of people in the face. Yeah. That's fine. Especially when I was lifting really a lot. And, you know, I'm 5'7", maybe, you know, 5'10 on skates. And these guys would be ginormous, like 6'4", 250. And I'd punch them in the face, and they fall over. And I'm like, huh. <laughs> so I ain't afraid Center of gravity bro I've never been afraid But that's just me True The center of gravity is fun in hockey Because you can just push them on the hip And they fall over Yep <laughs> <laughs> I did that all the time as a defenseman <laughs> Standing in front of the goalie Trying to push the guy away And just push him on the hip And he falls over I'm like I didn't trip him <laughs> I used his own body weight against him. Yeah, it's fine. Never got called for it. Ice skates judo. <laughs> Pretty much. Uh, good times. So, yeah, my life has been kind of crazy with the whole emotional thing, my work being chaotic, but, you know, it's fine. I turn 36 tomorrow. I'm not, you know, it's dread or anything. He's not freaking out at all. No, I'm not freaking out at all. There's nothing to freak out about. You're good. Yeah, you know, just major life issues and friend stuff and my work being complete chaos. Everything's fine. <laughs> You're good. Yep. <laughs> Dog meme with the screams. Yeah, yeah. It's fine. It's fine. It's no, fine. I mean, at the end of the day, the stuff that I'm dealing with emotionally is really growth related and making me a better person and a better man as I get older. And just dealing with that now and... Going through all those things is a, a, a really healthy and good thing. Um, and the work stuff, I mean, I work for the government. I'm not going to get fired or laid off, so I'll have a job. I just don't know where, uh, whether it will be in the office or not. Who knows? Uh, and I don't think they know, which is typical with the government. Mm-hmm. I mean, at least, Curtis, you're private sector. You have a plan. We don't. <laughs> 
Well, I mean, I'll give you that, but literally, like, you've talked about all different plans for, like, the past eight months or so. Mm-hmm. We didn't do any of that. We came up with a plan today, and we're like... I- I'd rather have that. Yeah. I'd rather I have get that. that. <laughs> Instead of going, hey, we're going to just change this policy because, no, nah, we want to. Okay. And then we're going to change it next week. Uh, yeah. And the next week. And the next week. And the next week. And we're going to tell you this, but really, no. <laughs> God. Uh, it doesn't help that there's a new administration in the Oval Office, and there's all of that, and it just filters down, and who knows. Yeah. Yeah. So, oh, and the other good news is uh, next week I'll be fully vaccinated. Yay. Hooray. Yeah. I'll be vaccinated on, or fully vaccinated on the 19th. The 19th. Cool. And that's also why I'm going to start working out on April <coughs> 19th. Is to uh, because now I won't die if yep. I get the virus. Right. Yep. As soon as I'm in after that like two or three day waiting period, I'll be signing up to a gym. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. yeah. I already ex- signed up to a gym. Yeah, we know. You're going to be the bearer of the plague. I am the plague. Oh man. You're and not pa- You're not patient zero. You're actually the cause of patient zero. Yeah. Are you the frogs? <laughs> yes. Just hopping around the street. Yep, that's me. I almost ran over a cat. <laughs> Why didn't you? Uh, it was in the driveway. Oh, yeah, I would have run over it. <laughs> <laughs> well, it ran underneath my car, so it's a really good thing that he didn't. Because, uh, yeah, we don't need insurance claims around here. Well, I would just hit the cat. Your car would have been fine. My car would have been fine. It would just be a dead cat in the driveway. <laughs> And how long would it have taken for that to have been dealt with? Uh, I, I was, I was going to work, so <laughs> you guys would have woken up and be like, what? like, why is there a tip cat? It's like, Nick, grab the shovel. I got to go. <laughs> I'll just text both of you and be like, hey, there's a dead cat in the driveway. <laughs> Deuces. Then you just got to call Michael because he eats shit off the driveway. Exactly. <laughs> oh, I just ate shit on off the driveway. Did you fall? Did you fall, Michael? Did you fall? <laughs> Good times. The world is quite crazy right now, and people are just ready to get back to normal. So, yep, I'm for it. Me too. Yep. <clears throat> thirty six, man. Thirty six. Thirty six. Thirty six. Thirty one. That is a number. That is a number. Mm-hmm. There are other numbers. Oh, there are other numbers. Can you reckon? Uh, some history here. When I met all of you guys, I was like 16, 17 years old. Yeah, that sounds about yep. right. Yeah. <laughs> and the old Crown Vic? And the old Crown Vic. Right? Yeah. That thing was a beast. I love that thing. First time I met you was the first day that you got the Cavalier. Yep. So you never even experienced the Vic? Nope. No, it was uh, 1984 Crown Victoria uh, that was black with red interior. Nice. Yeah, it was a piece of crap. So it was a Corvette. Yes. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know why the 80s they decided to have black cars with red interior. I don't, yeah. I don't know. The 70s was worse because they had black cars with tan interior. Yuck. Yeah, <gasps> gross. And the dark ages of Mustangs. Yeah. 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 Well, Four door Mustang and. Yeah, the Mustang 2. That hurts. What? That hurts. The Mustang, too. Yeah, it does. Uh, the King Cobra is a hilarious car. <laughs> <laughs> it is. Such a piece of crap. 
Ah, uh, good times. Uh, so the last couple of weeks, we've been talking uh, using stats on Pew, Pew Research about the kind of decline of the American church using uh, we did i think the first one was about more church attendance and membership and the second one was about like teens and how they view religion and christianity and whatnot uh so we've been really talking about that a lot and there's articles that have been coming out lately uh about how church membership is on an all-time decline that is the historically lowest it has ever been in the United States, which is very intriguing. And uh, I guess the first question for everyone on the panel is why? And we've kind of talked about that a little bit, but what is happening now in the United States, especially in the COVID era, a wide membership is on a historical decline? I mean, I think the first reason you can give to it is because of COVID Um, and all the restrictions uh, that happened. But then beyond that, people realizing that they don't actually have to go to church to go to church. Okay. A lot of the time. So you're taking more of the optimistic route. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Uh, I think it's a lot to do with uh, the church just kind of outcasting people and um, shunning or looking down on people. Um because honestly, most of our friends that no longer go to church, that's a big reason why. Yep. Um, I think the a lot of churches just get too high and mighty on themselves these days. Mm-hmm. And if you can't live up to their standards, then you're not good enough, and then you don't want to go anymore. Mm-hmm. It's more of the pessimistic view. Like it. I don't know how wide your studies are, but... I'm going to look back a year ago mm-hmm. when everything was shut down mm-hmm. and churches were breaking laws because they wanted to open their doors back up to congregations and they idiots. were just, yep. yeah, because they were just being rebellious, bullheaded, not trying to. Well, COVID is of the devil and we are immune to that or something. Exactly. And that is exactly the point that I'm trying to make is that is why people all of a sudden are steering away because they're seeing. Um, just nonsense. Yeah. Like, it doesn't make sense when, you know, they say to obey the law of the land, yet churches were... B- but don't. <laughs> ...directly going against the law of the land. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's really all three. I, I think Drew does have a point. I think COVID and the fact that the churches were just shut down is probably a good reason why numbers are historically low. I mean, it's kind of dubious to say, well, membership's at an all-time low. Well, churches have been shut down for a year. So, duh. <laughs> <laughs> right? But also, uh, to your guys' point, like, yeah, there has been that. And especially with the Trump administration and the whole evangelical thing, and we talked about that a little bit, uh, I think really uh, – hurt Christianity in a big way. Uh, Stuff that I've been seeing on the fringe, and I've been out of the game for two years now, uh, but that's stuff that I've seen a little bit of is this whole evangelical Christian nationalism thing of the Trump administration and how they look like basically morons. And the response to COVID and America, USA... It's all intertwined, and I think that's turning a lot of people off to Christianity. Um, 
there was also another study done where churches, and this is even before COVID, aren't getting new people in. It's more of people um, already being Christians and just church hopping from a church to a church, being like, well, I don't like the worship on, on this church, but I like the speaker at this other church, so I'm going to go to this other church. Or, I don't like the carpets, the carpet color is gross, so I'm going to go to this other church. And stuff like that, and uh, that's very common. Uh, because you have a lamp that you don't like and not go to that church. And it's like, oh my God. I mean, I, I love lamp. <laughs> the, and being on church staff, you hear this crap, like, you know, you have too much clutter in the hallway, so I'm never coming back. And it's like, what? Those are the <laughs> stupidest responses ever. Well, you know, whatever, Karen's. <laughs> but it's just showing that churches aren't really growing. They're just more swapping members back and forth because of personal taste and whatnot. And when they like to change out the lamps. Yes. It has a lot to do with the lamp schedule. Mm-hmm. Or I, I know you've talked about it uh, with our big commercial church that we talk about all the time. Um, depending upon who is speaking will show how many people are actually attending church. You had an experience lately we didn't talk about. That's true. <laughs> Go ahead. When I, because uh, my mom, you know, obviously still goes to church because she kind of works there, so <laughs> kind of hard to not do that. Uh-huh. Um, but so I went to church with her because, you know, Easter, and she's my mom, and it makes her happy. <clears throat> and we always joke all the time about how the pastor there will talk about the book that he wrote, blah, blah, blah. Well, he, he mentioned it in the Easter service, of course, which was great. I was like, oh, Get okay. Get that book in more hands. Oh, well, of course. Well, it is the gospel. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> the new gospel. Well, the new gospel. Yeah. I would say his name, but no, I can't. Yeah. But, yeah. Is there anything about going, getting on a spaceship or... <laughs> No, no spaceships. No spaceships? Not yet. Okay, okay. Not yet. I'm sure it'll come. That's a summer vacation. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) It's funny when he comes back and he tells all these stories about all the places that he's been. It's like, really? I'm paying. Cool. (laughs) Cool. You're You're paying for for the slideshow that you're showing. (laughs) (laughs) You've been gone for four months? Okay, cool. Cool, cool, cool. You know, yeah, go hang out with your family and stuff, but I don't know. Don't boast about it. I don't know. It's a weird situation. But <coughs> well, I'm, I'm, obviously, the congregation wants to know where their money's going. Yeah, obviously, it's not going back into the community or you know, building on the church at all. It's just going straight into his fucking pocket. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're they're. Oh, I'm gonna get a rant about this church, but it's all secret, secret what they're doing in the place like i remember when the tornado hit in joplin they never told the congregation what they were doing or who was how to get involved they just said we're handling it and it's like yeah what i went to joplin <laughs> yeah you were also on staff no i wasn't at that point oh, you weren't on no. that time hmm. yeah the the first time when it first happened i was not on staff i was just mm-hmm. there but i also i i knew the right people i guess Right, so. because I remember them telling us on Sunday morning, like, we're taking care of it. We'll let you know how to get involved. And it's like, it, what? Oh, we don't want too many people that... What? Why? What? Too many people. 
Yeah, uh, it's so dumb. They're also the same people like saying, "Don't take our pastor to lunch because there's too many of you." Okay, all right. Don't be if our don't be offended if our pastor literally never speaks to you. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. He never congregates with anyone. He just shows up when you know he wants. When the music is over and yeah, he gets a stage. Mm-hmm. Yep, pretty much. Yeah. He gets to talk about his book for a little bit and then maybe mention one verse in the Bible that has nothing to do with his sermon. <laughs> well, he was standing on that very mountain. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. He was right there where Jesus died. He felt it. Goodness. I do have a funny story unrelated to Go actual sermons. <laughs> but so my uncle worked for facilities there. Mm-hmm. And so the main campus, they would pay somewhere between like twelve and fifteen thousand dollars, like a month for water bills. Well, COVID hit; they were still paying the same thing. Come to find out, there has to be a leak somewhere under the pipe that comes into the building that they haven't been able to see, which is why a lot of times the parking lot floods when it gets I'm rainy. Trying to, I'm trying to come up with a living water. Joke. <laughs> <laughs> I can't quite. Uh, shit, we've get, exposed the church. I can't quite get the punchline there, but it's it's there. But additionally, so oh, the nice. Mid Rivers location, they never put a gauge on the building, so they've went like three or four years without paying for a single water bill. Good, good. You know, it's fantastic. You know, starving children in Africa who need water. Eh, let's go to our parking lot. Yeah. Jesus. Drink it off the fucking asphalt, you uh. motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> well, and to be a church that you're th- literally throwing away 12 to 15 grand and being like, meh. There's probably nothing to well, it. Well, they just yeah. thought those were like the regular numbers for all the water. You got all these people coming through. Yeah, but washing not putting, hands, drinking. I put in a water gauge on one of your campuses and that, they know about it. That was, that that's was, a city's that's fault. That's a city's fault. Really? So, well, yeah, why don't they so, report it to the city? Well, so... John was telling me the other night, so, like, they hadn't gotten a water bill, so they, like, called St. Peter's, and they're like, oh, no, that's not us, that's O'Fallon, so they call O'Fallon, they're like, oh, no, that's not us, that's St. Peter's, <laughs> so they did this whole thing, so then, finally, one of the the contractors that helped build the building was like, hey, do you guys have a water gauge in the building? He's like, no, he's like, you sure? He's like, yeah, I figured it was out in the parking lot somewhere, he's like, no, it's not out here, so went in with the dude and was like, no water gauge. But the city of O'Fallon had to sign off that the building was good to open. So that's their fault. There was no water gauge. Uh, yeah, 100% their fault. But 12 to 15 grand, I don't care what size facility you are. That's a dent. It is. Oh, yeah. That's a, that's huge numbers. Right? That's And you need to know where your money is going. You just be like, well, this is normal. 12 to 15 grand. I don't care where what it is. I think it might have been grand or hundred or something. I don't know, but it was a crap ton of money, like per month. That's just ridiculous, and also hysterically funny. Yes, <laughs> right. Uh, so yeah, that's why people don't go to church anymore because they waste all the water. Yeah, and money. <clears throat> um, I was going to say something and I totally forgot. So moving on. Um, I think it's a combination of all the reasons that were put forth. Uh, I th- also think 
it is the abuse that people are having to deal with with churches and membership and just the awful background of Christianity and it being uh, basically white men controlling it and being sexist. And that kind of teaching is now being more exposed. And the fact that, you know, I've said it a hundred times and I'm going to say it again, I think it's this hard right stance uh, that the church has been taking and it's driving people away because lo and behold, it's not love when you say you're uh, a dumbass for being a Democrat or whatever. Wait, what? Did you know that it's That's the not love? exact opposite end of the political spectrum that pushed me away from the church I was going to? Really? Yep. Nice. It was all about white guilt and <laughs> shit like that instead of just like preaching the gospel. It was like, well, you're a piece of shit because you clearly don't have any minority friends. It's like, well, you don't actually know me outside of church, so I don't think you can what is tell me about that. It was also a white person with... telling me this. <laughs> uh, well, the church fuck is... Fuck all of it. Yeah, fuck all of it. Uh, the church, and I've been talking with this uh, about this with a friend of mine, uh, the church has been historically like preaching the gospel of you're a piece of shit anyway. Like, uh, are we talking about like you specifically, or just like you as in like a general, like the congregation? Like okay. we're just pieces of shit, and <clears throat> come to me for all the answers and hope. Gotcha. Instead of I don't know what God tells us that we're all beautiful and we all have gifts, and there's something about you that God has wired and did beautifully to have you as a beautiful creation and lift you up and move you on. Instead of no, you're a piece of shit. Come to our church. Yeah, I think unfortunately, what what Christians have done just historically in general is focus on the sins of man instead of like anything else. Yeah, you know? like yeah. it, like with getting a, a divorce. Uh-huh. Like a congregation can't accept that. Like it's okay for someone to get a divorce and still be a Christian. And still mm-hmm. attend to church. Well, it's like it's, you don't need to change your thought process on who they are because their divorce is none of your fucking business, first of all. Mm-hmm. And also, divorces aren't necessarily always both people 100% agreeing on it. Yeah. At some point in time, it's like, what, what, am, what are you supposed to do yeah. when someone's out of your life for so long, want none, wants nothing to do with you? Yeah. Or even <clears> if they do both 100% agree upon it. Like, well, that too. Why are people still like getting in our business? And... Yeah. And here's where I struggle with that. Like, the Bible talks a lot about divorce, actually. God compares divorce to the fall of mankind. And that the people, Adam and Eve specifically, were basically committing adultery against God. And there was a divorce of mankind and God. So God actually compares it that way because he also... And it's more of because I love you. This is why I don't want you to go through divorce is because it's so painful and wretched and just harms you. And if you're flippant about it, then you have another problem where it's like, then you really don't care about the vows. Then why'd you even get married at all? Um, So there's that kind of duality. Like divorce is a very serious thing. It should be taken very seriously. It is harmful. It is gross. It is ripping two people apart. It is all the ramifications of that. And that's the focus of what the church should be. 
is to help both individuals cope with that. Yeah. Say, yes, this is a massive tragedy. How can we help you instead of going, you're divorced? Well, fuck you. Get out of our church. Yeah. And it being this huge thing, it should be more of how can I help you then? Yeah. And when the church is just, you're blacklisted because you're divorced. And, you know, as mentioned, there's several reasons why people get divorced, but it should also, you should also know the ramifications of that and know the heart of it. Yeah, my situation sucked where she walked out and pretty much abandoned me and said deuces, but you don't deal with the divorce, you deal with me, you deal with how I felt and even her, like go to her, what caused this? How can, how can the church help her instead of telling me, well, don't get a divorce and you know, you're an asshole for even thinking about this. I'm like, yeah. cool. Live in misery the like, rest of your what, life so that we can... Because you're wrong because you got a divorce. Yeah. Well, that's that's similar to, like, what happened <clears throat> to my dad because he was married before my mom and literally got home one day, all her shit was gone, and she left a note basically being like, I'm out. Mm-hmm. And it's like, at that point, like, what what can the other person do? And it's just like... Sometimes things just don't work out. Yep. Because guess what? We're all people and we're all imperfect. It's true. You know? Yeah. At least my wife didn't, ex-wife didn't do that. Yeah. It was through an email. (laughs) (laughs) So much better. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Because she just... (laughs) I don't know if I want to tell this story. Um, you know why not? Screw it. It's Dude, my birthday. How many? Years? <laughs> <laughs> Let's bring up old wounds. How many years has it been? Uh, it'll be ten years next year. Was when she left. Yeah, you can give. You can talk about it. <laughs> uh, basically, it was one night she comes in to the computer room because I don't know I was in there, and she's like, "I'm gonna stay with my mom." Okay. I didn't really say anything else other than that. Uh, said we, you know, she wanted just to think or whatever. And then so she leaves. Uh, a couple of weeks go by and I'm like, so, um, what? <laughs> and then uh, it doesn't say anything. Then my grandmother dies. She comes in back in the town to stay with me to go to the funeral and we get into a fight, and I'm like, so you're leaving me? And she's like, yeah. And then she got some more of her stuff and then left again. So uh, fast forward a year, pretty much, and I'm like, I don't say anything, but I keep like trying to message her, like email her, try to call her. She changes her number. And I'm like, you know, I don't think we should go through with this. We should at least talk about it or go through some kind of counseling or something. Let's get some resolution or reconciliation or move forward with something. Meanwhile, Nick is swimming here. What's up? <laughs> in September. Curtis, you were here the day that she came back in the town yep. and got I remember that day. all of her stuff. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so eventually a year passes and it's 2013 now. She left in 2012. 2013 and she finally just sends me an email and says no i'm going through with the divorce i will sue you for divorce if you're not going to sign papers and so agree to that or i'll get a lawyer and serve you and so 
I talked with it with the counselor I was seeing at the time. I showed him the email, <laughs> and that was a funny conversation because it's like you know the first time in uh, you know I've been doing divorce stuff for like thirty years, and this is the first time I've ever encountered a woman who didn't want anything from the divorce, nothing. And he's like, get it in writing and have her get it notarized. (laughs) (laughs) So I make her write a letter saying she's not going to take the house, not going to take any more money. This is it. And I'll agree to your terms. And she did. And I signed papers. And then six months later, and December of 2013, it was finalized. It's wild. Yeah. But that's your fault. Yep. Clearly. your fault. All of it. Well, and, and it, you should feel ashamed that. <clears throat> yeah, I got divorced. That you got divorced. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And uh, even when I would tell people, like, don't go after her. She's obviously broken too. She's obviously going through something. If she felt the need to just walk away from her marriage, go help her as well. Yeah. I mean, I need the help because of all the ramifications and how I felt abandoned and all of that stuff. So help me, but also go help her. Even all our mutual friends, I was like especially the female ones, I was like, go help her. There's obviously something going on there. Um, But, you know, the church kind of abandoned me at that point. I met with the pastor, and he's like, are you getting a divorce? Go find her. Go track her down. Go stalk her. And I'm like, dude. That's not healthy. That's not healthy, and it's six months later, man. Like, she's giving me these terms that either she's going to sue me or I can sign papers. I'm asking for more of a clarification on what the Bible says about it. And he, like, shamed me about it. And I'm like, cool. Awesome. Time to leave your motherfucker. Yeah, I was accident. an asshole and I came back. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's a whole other story. I came back. So I, I still attended that church because this wasn't the main pastor. This was another pastor that I met with. And I was more heavily in the youth anyway, and I didn't really care what big church, adult church was doing. I was never really involved. I was more involved with the youth, and I knew a lot of people in the youth, and a lot of people pull, were pulling for me and reached out to me and stuff like that. Um, so then I left the youth for about a year and a half and came back, and someone convinced me to stay, and I was there for a couple more years. So, yeah. Nice. Yep. There's that story. And the church, like, just shamed me. And I lost a lot of Christian friends because of the divorce as well. Like, a lot of my former students just would not talk to me anymore. But then they really weren't friends no. or Christians. Quite possibly. Um, but, yeah, I lost a lot of people that just treated me differently because of my divorce. Yeah, well, they can go suck a dude's dick. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the best one is when I started dating after my divorce and she was a Christian and I, I liked being upfront with her. Like, you know, I did go through this and she's like, well, uh, because she didn't cheat on you, you're probably going to hell for seeking dating. So I'm going to pray for you. All right. What? <laughs> I've, ex- I've experienced person. Uh, I've experienced, uh, matching with women <laughs> on various dating apps and then just getting shamed because it, I say I'm Christian yet. I say something like a little gray area. It's not very Christian of you. Yeah. No, but it is human of me. So I'm going to keep it up there. Uh, I also had a girl uh, after her first date said she wasn't going to talk to me anymore because she was Baptist and wanted to stay that way. So there's that too. (laughs) (laughs) Was this not like a conversation that you had before the first date? 
I think at the time, I've mostly been non-denominational. I'm kind of a mutt when it comes to Christianity because I went to a Baptist college, served in an Assemblies of God church, uh, went to a non-denominational church, and then served at a Presbyterian church. So, you know, all the religions or yeah. all the denominations. And I was kind of explaining, you know, my viewpoint is more non-denom, and I fall in the middle of a lot of these things. And it's like, well, I'm a staunch Baptist, so I don't think this is going to work. Okay. Because, you know, we believe in different Jesuses. Yeah. Okay. Right. See, you're not worth my time. Your Jesus is the one that shows up with like the tuxedo shirt, <laughs> <laughs> and she was also really afraid that you like dancing. Yeah, probably. <laughs> I went on a date. This was recently, and I, I think I've even mentioned this on the podcast. Uh, uh, she was so I'm explaining, like you know, I don't go to church, but you know, I have these house full of misfits that I charge cheap rent because I feel like that's. I am not a misfit. You are wow. totally a misfit. Uh, because I feel like that's hospitality and that's kind of, you know, the Bible and, you know, I have this gift, so why not expand upon it? And, you know, I live my life and I do this Christian podcast and, you know, I write sometimes and I have all this biblical knowledge and studies and blah, blah, blah. And she's like, so are you a Christian? <laughs> what? Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't go to church. To, oh, all right. Cool. 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 Probably won't be a second date. All right. But she had a Ph.D., in. So, sounds like she has a PhD in being a fucking dumbass. <laughs> so I want to know, say I know what business she started that she has a PhD in business. Uh, she doesn't have a uh, no job. No, she had a job. I don't want to dox this poor woman. <laughs> yeah, don't say anything about it. <laughs> she had a PhD. Oh, I thought you said she had a PhD in business. She did. Oh, that doesn't mean you have to start a business. Mm. She could work for a business and. Yeah. Be a business consultant, something like that. Yep. Yeah. Either I mean, way. if I get my PhD in theology, I don't have to like own a church. Be a theologian. Except for you're going to be our next cult leader. That's true. No, that's me. All I know is that no, she no, no, has no, that's your character that you're playing. <laughs> Tim will be an actual cult leader <laughs> in real life. With real Kool-Aid. Yeah, and D&D, Tim, I'm actually just going to role-play you. <laughs> cool. Perfect. <laughs> that won't be awkward at all. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, there's a lot of problems in Christianity in the church. Um, Hence, why maybe people stop going to church. Yeah, all of this that we're discussing is it. Uh, just and having more conversations with people like the, <clears throat> just the abuse that has been going on and the hate and the judging and all of this, I think, is what's causing these historical low numbers and has been for. A while and COVID made everything kind of amplified because people aren't going to church because they can't. And I think we're going to see a dip. Well, and kind of like our uh, early guest uh, with the comments before, and you brought up kind of like how being a Christian, you're going to have prosecution, you're going to have hard times. There's nothing that said that that wasn't going to come from within the church either. Yeah. So. I mean, what would be a good way for the enemy to, like, I don't know, screw everything up by, you know, infecting the church, and he's doing a great job of it. Yeah. Corporate espionage. Basically. I thought it was demon espionage. Yeah, that too. (laughs) (laughs) And so do you think there's hope for the future of churches? Well, when we start Timonism, (laughs) there will be great hope. I thought it was the Church of Schlieb. (laughs) 
No, that's Brian's church. Oh, okay. No, fuck Brian. If you <laughs> give me if you give me a spaceship, yeah, I'll believe in it. Okay. <laughs> uh, Does it have is to there hope for the church? I don't think there's what? hope for the church, but I still think there's hope for like Christians and for Jesus here on earth. Okay. I think the real question is is there hope for people? Well, we we know the end, so no. Hmm. Fair point. I mean, I think there is hope, but I think it's I think church is going to stop being what it used to be and it's going to come into something new. I think it's going to kind of transform to better fit um society these days and I think it's going to be different and all the old boomers and stuff that like to look down on you because you, you know, work on Sundays and drink alcohol they're not going to like it, but for the newer people, the millennials, stuff like that, I think it's going to be something a lot better for them. Okay. Um, I think we're going to see a lot of house church start to develop. People are going to start meeting in small groups at their home Demonism. to have real fellowship. And I think a lot of that's going to stem from uh, people don't want to financially support these assholes that are running these organizations thousand dollar water bill yeah yeah you know they don't they don't want to be a part of this shit anymore and but at the same time it's also going to think or it's going to take people who actually think for themselves and who actually question the church and that kind of stuff to like make this happen and there's not a whole lot of people out there that are like that you know no there's too many sheep uh, in Christianity and in other in all other secular life too, and all other religions, everyone's a fucking sheep at some point. So, yep. Well, even the church leaders that I've been talking to, especially the ones that have recently leave have left the church, they're just done and they don't want to do it anymore, which is heartbreaking. Yeah. Um, and even uh, I forget his name, but a brilliant guy was like even. If you are a church leader and you do leave a church, what always happens in these small congregations is it gets bigger because you have this new idea or new thing, and then it gets big, and then you lose control of it, and then it just becomes the very thing that you hated. Yeah. You become Anakin Skywalker, <coughs> Vader. Yeah. And so it's a question of how how do we stop that? Wildfires. Yes. Uh how, how do we how do we stop that from happening? Because I, you know, I, I feel a pull, and a lot of people have been telling me this that I should do my own thing, and start a home church and start a thing, and then the worry becomes if we get too big, if it happens, what, where do we go from there? And then money, and then all these weird things start happening, and it's like, well, I don't I don't want any of that. So how do we stop it? But then you are, then you're talking about being inclusive rather than or exclusive rather than inclusive, and then it's already become a mess. And so how do we, how do we nip that and still have something that we all love and enjoy and have fellowship and have these conversations and talk about the Bible and have more of a church experience that I believe in, but it also can't get too big. But if we're doing it right, it will get big. So how do we navigate all of that? I think there is just, um, listen to what God is telling you. And trust that he's going to guide you in the right direction. Because yep. I think, I don't think people do that anymore. Especially 
church leaders. Well, absolute power corrupts absolutely. Yeah. Yes, it does. Um, and the love of money is the root of all evil. So, mm-hmm. I mean, all <clears throat> the mega church we always talk about started as a little household <clears throat> get together. And then they started doing a church at the YMCA. And then all of a sudden they were like, maybe we can rent this building. And then all of a sudden they were like, we can build this building. And then they're like, now we have four buildings. <laughs> yep. um, yeah, they're like, I've written 17 books and I'm a <laughs> millionaire. Um, I Honestly, you, for someone who gets into that position, who kind of is running this thing can do a couple different things uh one would be you know if we start our own little little church here in the house have a few people and then we get to the point where there's too many well then maybe you'd be like oh well you know what you've also got the ability to lead a group maybe you can host some of these people at your place instead instead of being like oh maybe we'll just get a bigger place and still host for all these people mm-hmm don't turn them away from being able to come, but just find a different way to allow them to be somewhere. Or <clears throat> if things start getting big, find a way to still keep your roots. And I think that's the hardest part is keeping your roots where all this started, where your heart was at when it first started and not letting all this other garbage corrupt and change the way you look at things and how you do stuff and having someone there to keep you honest. Yeah. I think it's almost like if you think about people who started really poor or they grew up poor and then they end up becoming like a multi-million millionaire or a billionaire. Those people who get to that point don't remember what it was like to not have the money and they don't remember what it's like to like be that type of person. Mm -hmm. The same thing with like, you know, the leader of a megachurch. They don't understand anymore that their congregation needs to be interactive with their lead pastor. They don't understand that their congregation, you know, needs to feel personally appreciated by the leaders within the church, and they just forget that that kind of stuff is important. And then it goes by the wayside because then the person, you know, the leader's just, it, it's a job. You know, mm-hmm. despite what they say, it's just a job. Mm-hmm. And you see a lot of times, too, people who actually try and stand up and be like, no, this isn't right. This isn't how we're supposed to do things. A lot of times they get something goes on and then all of a sudden they're they're stepping away. They're like, oh, I'm out. Yeah. Because yeah. instead of trying to stay and fight, either they're pushed out or they just give up and they're like, I'm going to go find another place. It's not going to be like this. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Um, yeah, it, it's just interesting to think about, especially on my end, because I have all this experience and stuff. And just to think, was and the encouragement that I have from other people to do this. So, you know, I, it's been heavily on my mind of doing that, because I know there's a definite need for a community and doing it differently and, and whatnot. Um, just thinking about that in long term. Yeah. Yeah. Um, if you do that, hmm? it's that if you do that, don't ever think of any money that comes in as yours. That's a good point. I mean, <clears throat> yeah. Don't I, ever I, let it grow to a fact where you'd rent out another building <laughs> for it. Or just, I mean, because that's just, 
for show at that point. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I, I haven't been paid to do church things since 2009. Yeah. Uh, and I've always felt better about that and serving in that way. So, uh, because it eliminates the whole money thing and doing it for a job because you get both sides of that. Like, uh, you know, I'm making all this money and look at me and yeah, yeah, yeah. Or it becomes, well, this is just a job to me now and it kind of kills the spirituality of it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I, you know, I don't know. We'll see when you get out of COVID first. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but definitely there'll be something happening in the house in the not so distant future. Michael, you have to come. Uh, you know, I would love to have Michael and Sherry and, uh, Brian. Savannah. And all. Little baby Savannah. All of them because, uh, you know, it's not just going to be about Christianity and whatnot. It's going to be hard conversations like this. It's going to be you know, get together and have a bunch of food and it's going to feel more like a hangout and maybe I talk for 10 to 15 minutes and that's kind of it. And if that Weeks, Weeks guy is still listening, you're invited too. <laughs> right? Um, yeah, bro, we want to meet you. Yeah, why not? I don't think he's on here anymore. No, nah, I don't think so. Probably not. Um, which is fine. But yeah, I'd love to have all those people come in. Everyone that's on our Discord, why not? Um... And just have more of a get together and hang out and, you know, listen to me speak for, you know, 10, 15 minutes. I mean, you listen to the freaking podcast, so I'll feed you. (laughs) (laughs) It's kind of a win-win for you. Um, Yeah. You know, once COVID's behind us or at least we start all getting vaccinated and whatnot, why not? Yeah. Why not? Um, this is kind of, we've been kind kind of already talking about it. Do, do we need a reformation? And we're kind of, that's basically what we're concluding is that it needs to be a reformation in the church again. Um, I, I kind of, I like more of the idea of a resurrection because I think the church is already dead Yeah. and we need something new, a new creation, a new life where it is a void of church tradition and rituals and all that shit. And it's more, it's just different. I think it will be a little bit more of an evolution than anything. because That's a a dirty word for Christianity. I don't care. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Because I feel like a lot of Christianity right now is stuck with the baby boomers. I mean, that's who's bankrolling the church right now. Yeah. 100%. So, like, the more that they start dying out, the church is going to start evolving. Or churches are going to start evolving. I think they'll just die. Or that. Because I mean, they're, su- they're either going to die or they're going to evolve. That's Darwin's theory, actually. <laughs> Turns out science, it's a thing. It's a thing. Because <laughs> the boomers are the ones that I think are most populating the church right now. And uh, it used to be a gap. So the gap would be <clears throat> you would have a whole bunch of youth kids up to 18. The gap was 18 to like 30 five or so and then church attendance would jump back up um and the theory the running theory was well because these people had a youth experience and want their kids to have that youth church experience so then they come back to the church when they're in their 30s because they remember their youth that was kind of the running theory that was going on in church world now but i think what we're seeing is a 
gigantic shift with millennials and going, oh, this is bullshit, and just not going anymore. So that gap is now becoming 40s, 50s. 18 to 50 is now going to be this huge gap. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But the boomers are getting older and older and older. Um, They'll be dead soon. It's fine. Yeah. Um, where the Gen Z and the millennials are, we're seeing a downturn on church attendance. So I think that gap is just going to get bigger and bigger and bigger. So I think when the boomers do fade out and die, where churches are going to be dead and they're it's going to need to be resurrected. Um, with something new and something more evolved and um, less bullshit, less church tradition and rituals. Well, why do we do it this way? Well, because the church 3,000 years ago decided to do it this way. What? Okay. Why Why do we even do communion? I mean, Jesus said, get around together, let's have dinner, and well, every time you do this, remember me. Yeah. Not make this a church ritual tradition where you do it every Sunday. Yeah. And you have to be a part of the church proper to actually partake. Yeah. Even though Judas Judas uh, took communion and, I don't know, didn't believe in him and uh, sold him out, and that's what caused his murder. But, you know, because you don't go to our church, you can't have communion. What? <sighs> don't worry, Tim. When Timonism starts, we'll have Kool-Aid every day. Yeah. I remember taking communion with Mountain Dew and Totillo's. <laughs> <laughs> That's fantastic. Yep. So, you know. Just to prove a point. Communion, I think, uh, you know, it, it's more about fellowship and getting together. And every time you get together with your mates, you remember him. But whatever. Yeah. What do I know? It's only, you know, Jesus literally says that. It's yeah. fine. Don't read the Bible. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> First, you have to teach me to read. Well, it's just... Uh, when did A is for Apple. <laughs> when did church re- ritual and tradition trump, I don't know, the fucking gospel? Okay. When people stopped reading the Bible. Yeah, which is the majority. When it started making money. Yeah, pretty much. It's so fucking gross. It's all your fault, Drew. I can see that. <sighs> <laughs> you started this 40 <laughs> years ago. <laughs> That's really all the questions I had. What are some other thoughts you guys have? <coughs> I got nothing. Nicholas? I don't think I have anything at the moment. Curtis? Am I going to get this job promotion this time? <laughs> Probably <Hope> so. not. <laughs> <sighs> My job in such chaos, I have no idea what's happening. He especially doesn't know what's happening with your job. Well, it's true. true. No, he had more people quit. <laughs> oh, good. Yeah. Uh, I'm uh, I'm thinking after, well, as soon as they recall us, or, because we're still on a volunteer basis, as soon as they start recalling people, I bet a lot of people are going to quit in droves. Uh, especially the people on the bubble of retirement. It's like, I just had a year of retirement. I'm not going back. Yeah, right. <laughs> I literally spent as little money as possible, stayed home, you kept paying me, Mhm. Mhm. The time to collect that pension. Yep. Yeah. Uh, <coughs> yeah. I. I. I don't. I don't know. There's just a lot of thoughts that I have going on with the whole church thing and me being out for two years, but still having 
motivation to do something about it and i miss more of the community than i do the church politics and the church politics and all that bullshit so yeah i think that's going to be my focus and then what the whole other side of what i want to do with between alpha omega with the car and doing VODs and going to race week and drag week and events like that and bringing out, you know, the name more and then having the church, the home church thing. Um, exciting. Yeah. Exciting times for what I want to do. And then, um, maybe eventually I'll, I'll jump on Drew's bandwagon of video gaming, Twitch streams, but I don't know. I don't have the motivation for that. You have to actually play some games that you don't yell at the whole time. Well, that's <laughs> that's part of the issue. <laughs> um, I, I don't know. I, I a long time ago, I I was streaming uh, the Tomb Raiders for a while, and that was fine. But I, you have to be consistent, and if you're not consistent, you kind of lose your audience. So even even I'm just doing the Twitch thing because uh, I think it's hilarious to Twitch stream a podcast. <laughs> Ironically, um, it'll never ever get very many followers because you know we meet every other week. If we were meeting every week, there's a possibility, but yeah, you know, or we just have people randomly coming on and yelling at me. I like that, that. was fun. Yeah. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed yeah. it too. Any other final thoughts? Nah. Perfect. Uh, you can visit the website between alpha com. Maybe I'll write a blog. Maybe I won't. I don't know. You can check out all the VODs on the website and on the, on the YouTube chab. Chab? Chad? <laughs> tab. YouTube chab. YouTube tab. Uh, the YouTube channel will be in the description of this podcast episode, or you can just visit the website and see it. I've had a lot of audio problems, so hopefully I figured them out already so the VODs aren't stupid say or hopefully we've been recording to each other and that's it yeah you're gonna open it up the file and it's gonna be that happened an hour and a half of silence really yeah with us yep the podcast was fine but the video wasn't oh okay yeah it was literally i remember that i thought you were talking about like recently like our entire podcast like you didn't post one no no No, he's posted them all yeah listening okay see that works it's the whole video thing that Mm. i've been Mm. struggling with um, so yeah, visit uh, betweenalphaomega.com for the YouTube stuff. Uh, visit us on Twitch, twitch.tv backslash betweenalphaomega. We do try to live stream the first and third Saturdays of every month at 1.30 Central Standard Time. So you can watch us live because, I don't know, we may show up on a random Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> because we're busy over the weekend. Uh, I think that's all. Love you guys. Love you. Bye. Bye.